Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Brother Sister Show, a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies. This week, on episode 115, we're talking about Uncharted and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Did the you one that came forget? out this year. <laughs> yeah, I did. Same. It's like I have it, and I even have tabs open. I don't know why I don't look at them. <laughs> I have, like, tabs open. <laughs> You're like trying to, you're like David Blaining it. You're like, let me, it'll just come to me. I don't need the technology. It's, it's in my brain. We also um, kind of did like a, called like an audible on what we were doing. So it kind of mean? was a little bit confusing. Like we, we were going to do dog, spoiler oh. alert, but then you didn't have time to, and honestly, I didn't want to go see that movie. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I ended up liking. Uh, spoiler i ended up liking texas chainsaw massacre and like kind of like it was a fun experience to watch i didn't like it as a oh, movie okay. and yeah. I'm, i more so liked it because i i feel like i have a lot of fun shit to talk about i just had okay. a lot of funny ideas like i was like oh yeah i'm gonna write this down like i wanted to take notes mm. for the podcast and i think oh god we're like already getting into it's fine so i think the reason you wanted to watch dog and okay so the reason i'm kind of sad we didn't is because our text conversation was kind of funny and i wanted to use that for something (laughs) um but you that's why you wanted to watch it right because you thought it'd be funny i don't think it's funny i think it's just a sad movie so i don't think i think texas chainsaw massacre is what you wanted is like the gold mine of content that you wanted. yeah because it truly was like (laughs) it was wild wild but also i didn't realize dog was like co-directed by channing tatum like i didn't and the know dog that. or something who who else directed <laughs> <laughs> um let me look it up but i i saw that and i, was I didn't like, know that either i saw like an article somewhere saying like like talking about how he was you know the director uh channing tatum and reed carolyn who interesting i maybe i'll still watch it this weekend i don't know looks like a producer for a lot of his films but this is his first is his debut you know what now that because we don't have we're not going to talk about him obviously since we don't watch the movie i like him a lot Jenny Tatum? I, yeah every time i see him in a trailer i get really he, i feel like he is what the what hollywood wants the rock to be to me like i don't really care about the rock as much but every time i see channing tatum i'm like i'm very excited for this this bulk funny guy oh yeah i could see yeah i guess so I think I've already talked about this, I think, but um, that Lost City movie, which I'm sure you saw the trailer when you went to go see Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, that one looks exciting. That's premiering at South by and I'm mm-hmm. very yeah, excited right. to see. It. I thought you would think, too, that I, it'd be a movie where I'm like, oh, God, that looks stupid. But this is my Uncharted, <laughs> the Lost <laughs> City. I'm very excited to see that movie. That one's probably going to be better than Uncharted. We're getting too much oh, into yeah the movies okay. that we're going to talk about. So what's up? What's new? Um, Well, I, I can preview it now, but I haven't, I'm excited for the new game that I got. Hell I've yeah. been wanting it for a while, Cinephile. And I put on my story, but I feel like nobody, some of the jokes that I want to put, people are like, I don't get. Like my Instagram crowd is not the crowd I'm like reaching. Um, But I put a picture of it and said that I, I'm about to be somehow even more annoying 
and I thought somebody would reply like with a laughing thing because I, <laughs> not to not to brag, but I get a lot of like responses on my stories <laughs> from my friends, <laughs> and nobody said a single word about this, and so I was like, okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> loud and clear, everyone. Like, <laughs> yep. I should have. I'm just scared of Twitter because everybody. I don't want to be dunked on. I don't want to be ratioed. So I just stay away from it. That's why I'm like, you can do it. Or if every, if I want to post, or you know that one tweet that I thought was so funny and I got three likes from you, me, and Sebastian. Oh, the Morpheus? Yeah. It's or Morbius. Morbius, by the way. Have some Morpheus. goddamn respect. Morpheus would be a way better movie. Like if it was just. Yeah, of course. With Yaya, I'd see that in a second. Yeah. But. That's so funny because like, I feel like there's a clip where I'm talking about how I want to tweet stuff and you're like, just do it. Who cares? Yeah, but so I'm just a think about fucking that. hypocrite. <laughs> and funny. I do and like and to make it even dumber, I work in social media. Like right. I do this for a living. But it's Yeah, but it's like your own know. it's like your own thing. And I'm I'm sure you feel the same way about like, I don't know, computer shit, whatever you do. <laughs> but <laughs> When it comes to me, or like that's why honestly I'm not that good at doing stuff for the podcast because when it comes for other people, when it comes to other people, I'll help them in a second and I'll do, you know, I'll go the extra mile. But when it comes to like my own shit, I am mm. not as confident. So I'm like, well, I don't want to put all this time into doing this. 100%. Nobody cares. But yeah. then it's just psyching myself out. Yeah. yeah. I, I have that like, uh, it's like a pendulum of like mm. wanting to do shit not wanting to do it's just back and forth constantly yeah what are you into <laughs> like <laughs> what have you been doing uh just school like mm-hmm. projects like I, I don't know how they like professors do it every single year where they just like yeah this is the week that we're just gonna like pile shit on like i had an exam and then uh this programming assignment that is in a language that i haven't used in forever so it's like just like trying to turn those gears that I haven't used in like a year, um, but other than that, not really much. I've been trying to make this Sundance video. I just, I don't, I don't know. I can't. What? So I, at first I was like, I, so I recorded like half of it, and then I was like, I'm not happy with any of this footage. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just need to re- record it again. But it's like the whole move has just been. Uh, kind of a like discouraging because i just like i'm not happy with like the background or like where i want everything to be so and then at some point i'm just like is it too late but i'll just i'll just make it whenever yeah who cares so there's that i have uh like some exciting stuff that i want to work on but it's just need to find time mm-hmm. um watching a lot of movies been i mean other than watching movies or school i don't have much else so i, I can get straight into what i've watched yeah because you, you are still beating me i am still beating you but you are slowly coming up it's it's getting scarier the window is slowly closing every <laughs> single week i yeah but well, you go first actually because i okay. um i had to watch marry me so we'll have that oh, transition. Yeah, yeah um okay i I don't remember where I left off last time. I think it was at this movie called The Privilege, which was, I think it's in German, but it's a Netflix movie, so it's dubbed. It's like awfully dubbed. Mm. Um, But I think I still wouldn't have liked it either way. There was like a weird 
I don't know. It's like a sci-fi-ish like horror, but then it weirdly has like a threesome in the middle of it. It's very strange. Well, not a fan. Two stars. Um, and then I was rewatching a lot of stuff. So Deadpool two was a rewatch. Not even the first one, just the second one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that was a oh the privilege Deadpool. Long shot and Batman Begins. Those were all on Valentine's Day. Long shot was the one I was like, I feel like I should watch something romantic, right? All right. And so I watched the long shot and I really liked that movie. Then um I think that's when Sebastian came home from work and I was like, we were both working on our laptops and he said or I said, just pick something in a watch. And so he wanted to watch something that he is familiar with, so he didn't have to pay attention. And so of course Batman begins. Hmm. Solid movie. I did. There was so much. I told him like I don't know what the fuck I was doing when I watched this movie because I don't remember any of it, none there's, of it. There's quite a bit. There's like the whole Razal Ghoul, the Scarecrow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I <laughs> totally. I mean, I remember the like the main shit, but like most of it, don't remember any. Head empty. Thing. <laughs> exactly. That's what I, I think. That's what I told him. Head empty when I watched this because what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Um, and then he reminded me of a really funny, the part I do remember is, and I'm sure you do too, um, when Ra's al Ghul, like comes to Gotham and he goes to his house and he like sets it on fire and a log or like <laughs> a, a piece of wall falls on um, Bruce and Alfred tells him, or he's like trying to lift it and Alfred has to help him and he said, what's the point of doing all these push-ups if you can't lift a bloody yeah. log? And the way he looks at him is so fucking he's funny. Like- and it holds on him for a second too, and it makes oh, yeah. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> he's like, I and it's still on top of him, and st- the house is still burning down. And he's like, you have time to roast me right now. Literally, loved it before he gets roasted. Exactly. Literally. Oh, nice. Um, and then we bought a bunch of Criterion. Not a bunch. We bought three, but uh, like a that's bunch. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I begged Sebastian, please stop picking them. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, the, sometimes you ever think about like the conversations you have with your just anybody you're with and like how it's perceived by the people around you. Oh, a hundred percent. It's like the, it, there's just so much context that is just you don't get. Exactly, and the way Smash and I talk to each other is like <laughs> I think we're insane because he kept picking them, and I was like, no, like stop because they're they're expensive. And he was like, or he said, I want to get um, Grand Budapest Hotel, and I said, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine, like. We're not together. I just want Titan, but I kept calling mm. it Titan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Titan. I just want Titan, and it was on. It wasn't Criterion. It was Blu-ray, and he was like, "We'll get a Criterion," and I said, well, "I don't want one. They're expensive. We'll just wait. There's a sale like every year. We'll just wait." Yeah. And he was like, "No, like get one." And we just kept arguing about it. And I was like, "No," and I just kept like you know a pained like no, because he was like, "Well, I'm gonna get Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I'm gonna get another one if you don't pick one out." And it was just like. <laughs> like i'm a child it was just like a wild a, a very weird conversation <laughs> like that same conversation happens in like the toys section at yeah. like target <laughs> exactly it was very strange Between but anyways we watched the darling Darlish- feeling limited because uh, he's never seen it and it's my favorite and he i think he liked it i don't know if it's his favorite i think it's still grand Budapest hotel is his favorite but that's a hard he's one also to never beat. seen fantastic mr fox which i did not know so we got that one on Criterion too. Oh, and then you know what I should have got though, because it was, we went to Barnes and Nobles before Julia Fox ever opened her mouth and said Anka Jams. <laughs> have you seen that before? 
You must have yeah. seen it, right? I, yeah, so I should have got Uncle Gems, but I didn't. Or Uncle Jams is what people were saying, but I didn't. I, I think it's a that, Criterion, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that one. That cover looks amazing. It's like the I should have got that one silver one. Um, that that's like the honestly like the second most like shocking thing to me because like from that clip because she says oh, that let's talk about it please that she was uh one of the safety brothers josh, josh safety's muse in uncut jams yeah was was she really his muse i don't think so i don't think she knows what muse means because <laughs> that means like like a, his like the inspiration right okay the whole reason so that's that's what that's the conversation that i've been having because i i just think i mean maybe i'm the dumb one which is very possible but i also thought that i was like if you call somebody a muse then isn't that like the inspiration for the entire thing yeah that's like, like for entire uncut gems because for me uncut gems. <laughs> i i it was so hard for me not to say it the way that she did but for me I, if anybody's the muse it's adam sandler it is not her yeah what is she talking about maybe for that character but for the way she said it, I was Josh Shafty's muse in Uncut Jams. Not even just the like physical way she said it, but like, I don't think you were, sweetie. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I was let's just break thinking. This down. Let's <laughs> people are like, you know, saying it and doing impressions, but I want to break down what she actually said because nobody's was, talking about this. Was she actually his muse? Let's talk about that. Because what did she inspire? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Because like. Didn't they write it and like specifically have Adam Sandler in mind? Yeah. Like I get I get if they had her specifically in mind for the role. But wouldn't you say my I was the muse for the character in Uncut Gems? Why would you say I was the muse? I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems. Okay. According to It doesn't matter. Well, there you go. No, I want to give the definition. Okay. So a person or personified force who is the source of inspiration, who is the source. I get it if it was like a source of inspiration for a creative artist. The source. Exactly. Okay. So I think. I There's don't know. no way. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> it was. Or it was like, who was the team? Celtics? Yeah. So it, it could have been, it was either Adam, Adam Sandler, it was the Celtics. I mean, it, there was so many on the list of people that were the muse for that movie. She's not even on the front page. <laughs> she's like tied with The weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's, if how much I should care about this, but it kind of does bother me. Uh, I was just like, like one of those people that's like, well, yeah, this movie wouldn't have been made without me. <laughs> And I'm like, I could think of like four people on the top of my head that could have could replaced you. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I just watched that clip and I was like, yeah, that's ridiculous. But let's uh, let's. That's the Kanye <laughs> effect. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I'll <laughs> put me around Kanye for a week, and I'll probably I'll say the same goddamn thing. I you know what? I think I think Citizen Kane. I was I was <laughs> the muse for. <laughs> I was Channing Tatum's muse <laughs> for, for dog. <laughs> okay, and then I just have a weird urge to watch not just, like I said, only the acting categories. I want to watch every single movie that's nominated for an Oscar. Okay. Um, but Mostly because... Let's oh. run it back because I feel like you were like, I'm not going to watch animated. I know. <laughs> I know. 
That's what I'm saying. Okay. I am a hypocrite. Have you not learned this? It's Come just on. funny. Um. Oh, and one of the things is because I, I don't know if you noticed, but I've made a big change in my life. I am now a patron on Letterboxd. No way. I did not see yes. this. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I, the, you know the reason I wanted to do that? It's a very stupid reason. But I, I was looking. I was like, oh, they probably have a... Somebody's made a list for the Oscar nominees. And so I just... Well, but I didn't want to keep searching for them. And I'm sure there's a way to bookmark them, but I couldn't find it. I'm stupid. So I didn't realize you can clone a list. But the only way you can do that is with pro or patron. And so that's why I'm a patron now, because I wanted to copy the list. <laughs> that's like... But I, I, knew, I wanted to do it eventually, but I was like, this is the kick in the ass I needed. That's funny. Just because I didn't want to do two extra steps to find a list. <laughs> Anyways, so then I started watching the ones that are available. And that's why, Anthony, because I would look up which ones, like, I would go buy each movie and look up where they are and a lot of the animated ones are available so that's why i was like well i think i have like one more left and it's that the one on netflix mitchell's and the machines oh yeah 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 but the first one i watched was being the ricardos um holy shit that was boring yeah i told Un- you unbelievably boring was i what told I you bro i just like did not care but also the jk simmons nomination is even more confusing to me i know what like, did he do exactly it, yeah <laughs> He just, like, had one conversation with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And it was, like, kind of a shit. He's just like, don't even worry about it. And he just... The only thing he did was have to do that, dress in, like, the a costume for that period, and offer to drive her home, like, 90% of the time. And was just, like, shitting... <laughs> he was just, like, shitting on the other actors, too. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't... <laughs> I don't understand that. Um. Then I lost Raya and... What did I say? I watched. Oh my god, Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, I liked it. It was interesting. Um, it was fine. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, all of the animated, except for Flea. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that one's on Hulu, I think. Mm. But um, I yeah, I liked it. I liked the animation when they were turned into stone. That part that yeah. it was, that was pretty. It was pretty surprising, and I said that I liked trust issues as a theme. Like, I, I, I don't think I would have expected that from uh, <clears throat> a children's movie. So I, I liked that. It felt very different. I watched Luca. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, I, that was, like, probably my least favorite of, like, the three, those three that I watched, like, uh, back-to-back. Yeah, I love seeing the origins of a TikTok audio. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another one. Okay. So I watched a movie called Burrow and it's an animated short that was nominated last year, not this year, but I just didn't look at the year, right? Um, but it was cute. It was fine. <laughs> then I watched a documentary short called Lead Me Home about, you know what? I've, I've watched a couple of the documentary shorts and I don't really like, I mean, the, I don't know. This is going to sound mean, but a, a lot of the short subjects, I feel like they just picked some at random because like for this one, for example, it was about homelessness and I think Seattle. Oh, really? And I, I think, yeah, I mostly, I think it took place in a lot of places, but I remember Seattle being one of them. Um, and it just felt like they were like, here are homeless people. Like they didn't really have any sort of story with it or, Oh, I don't know. It just, just didn't more informative than anything. 
Yeah, and that was the same thing for, I'm skipping a little bit, but another one I watched yesterday called Audible about a um, football team at a school for the deaf. And you think that would be interesting, but it really wasn't. I, I just felt like it It was, somebody put it perfectly where they said, I feel like it was a the season finale of a show. Uh, like it kind of felt that way. Like I was like, where this, where's the story here? Like a lot of the documentaries didn't have any sort of story to go with it. It just felt like they were presenting an interesting topic. But that's not enough, I feel like. Uh, then Uncharted, then uh, an animated short called Robin Robin, which I don't think I've seen a lot of the animated shorts, but this is my favorite so far. It's very cute. I think it's on Netflix. And it's about a bird that um, somehow gets dropped with like a bunch of mice, and so it thinks it's a mouse. It's very cute. <laughs> um, and it's a musical, but it I like the music. It was fine. Like It worked with the story. Uh, and it's like a 30 minute thing. Um, then another animated one called The Windshield Wiper. Didn't like it at all, really. Um, Is it about a windshield wiper? No, it's about love. I don't know why it's called Windshield Wiper. Um, and it's like a, I don't know how you say this word, but a vignette. I think I, think I said it right. Oh, and I don't yeah. know what that means. I think it's just like random clips. And that's what it felt like. It just, I didn't like it. The Long Goodbye. <sighs> If you're going to watch any, I don't know if you're going to do the shorts, but if you're going to watch any shorts, it would be this one um, with Riz Ahmed. Oh, Holy yeah. I've been, I have it on my watch list. I really want to uh, watch it. I hate when people say that a movie is a gut punch. I just hate that <laughs> term, but it really was like, holy shit. It, like, it took me a second. I think I was watching, I just watched a bunch of them in a row. And then after this one, I took a pause because I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Um, very good. Loved it. I hope it wins. What's it about? Um, let's see what Letterboxd puts. A short about racism and Islamophobia in the UK. Oh, it's it, yeah, it's yeah, like okay. 11 minutes, so it's hard to say anything about it to give it away. But the ending is, I think it's, most of it is very good. Um, but the ending got me. Okay. I Just watch it. I think you'll like it. Um, another one, a short doc called The Queen of Basketball. And... I, this is my favorite so far, but that's not saying much. I just love a good sports doc. It felt like a 30 for 30 um, about a woman that was drafted. Techni- I think she was technically drafted to the NBA. Um, and it's a good story. I liked it. Just about how you know women are not treated as well in sports. And if she was a woman, she probably would have been like, you know, the top of the NBA by now. But I digress. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> we'll talk about it. And then I watched, I didn't know they had Tall Girl 2 on Netflix. Ah, uh, man. And so I watched it. And it was really bad, but I had a very good time watching it. It was so stupid that I really liked it. I gave it a half star, but. I feel like you said the same thing about the first one. I haven't seen either what? of them. Like, it was just stupid, but you really liked it. Like, the. The first tall girl. You have seen the first one, have you not? I haven't seen it. Didn't we watch it. it during a movie night? Oh, did I? You're a fucking liar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's I just... why I was I was not going to watch it because I was like, maybe we should do another movie night. Did we do Tall Girl? I feel like we did. But that one, but if you think that one's stupid, just wait. <laughs> I honestly don't even like, I guess I blocked that part of my memory. It was, was it that bad? I don't remember. No, I mean, understandable, but yeah. 
I, the only the only thing I said in my review is I love the f- that they felt the need to explain the absence of a character. <laughs> I didn't even slightly remember. I don't know if you've seen that before where like it's usually in shows where they say, oh, where's Harry? And they're like, oh, he's on vacation with his dad. And they're like <laughs> just something <laughs> random to explain. And they did that with the character. And I was like, who the fuck are they talking about? Like they gave so much trust in the fact that I would remember any of these fucking people when I truly didn't. I don't even remember um, the entire movie, so. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, remember the 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 milk crate. Remember he like put the crate on the ground and stood on it so he could kiss her. Oh. That's why he carried the crate around the whole time. There. Okay, so there are moments that are kind of funny. And a spoiler alert, but the very beginning, it's like a they do like a, a stupid recap of everything. And they show him standing on the milk crate again, but it breaks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that kind of made me laugh. All right. Well. That's it. I finished The Humans. We'll start with that. Um, I just want to say you were completely right. I completely agree. That ending is fantastic. Uh, I liked it more than I think a lot of people did. Like, a lot of people were just like, yes, yeah, whatever. Like, not much happened. But I, I enjoyed it. Thought it was a fun time. It's a little too slow for me. Like, I feel like I wished that it would have picked up a little bit more soon, like a little sooner. It's weird. I, I don't I don't feel the same way, which mm-hmm. is not some, like I feel like it's the opposite. Like, I always feel like a lot of movies drag on, but I enjoyed it. Um, but uh, on Valentine's Day, which was this past Monday, we watched. Well, we forgot to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day, so. Oh, please forgive us. If, if you if, can find it in your heart. <laughs> if you stop listening to the podcast because of that, I'm so sorry. Fair but enough. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, Kayla and I watched Crazy Rich Asians. It was a it was a nice Valentine's Day. We just uh, like made dinner together and watched this movie. It's a solid one. Um, I feel like there are a lot of good movies to watch on Valentine's Day, but this is like this is up there. I think. So then I had, uh, I've just been slowly watching Canopy. And I figured out, because I was like, I've just been investigating campus, um, as you do on your last semester of your senior year. And they have a shit ton of movies, like Blu-rays you could just check out. And they have a ton of the Criterion collection. So I've I've just to- been- Have I not told you this? Because UNT had the same thing. And I said, you could just look at your library because nobody would ever be there. I was the only person that would ever... You could like uh, I don't know if it's the same thing, but you could request it online, and you could just go up, and they would they would give it to you. I was, yeah, I'm sure you did tell me, but I was uh, I was bored, and I was like, let me go check it out because I've checked online, but they had it like you could go see, and I was just like, all these movies that I've been wanting to watch, and they have it, and I don't need to buy it. But I'm gonna start using that more often because. Mm-hmm. And I just like kicking myself because I should have done that from the get-go. I could have been the librarian's best friend and we could have talked about movies. I could have, I just, I don't know what I was thinking, but I'll start doing that. But I've been using Canopy, so I watched Suspiria, the 1977 one. Yeah, and I knew it was going to be wild, just like knowing about like the, the history of the movie. But I enjoyed it for the most part. There was like one, like the biggest pet peeve of mine in movies is like just painfully obvious dubbing. And like 80% of this movie was that. And so to some point where I thought it was like in a different language and it was dubbed in English, but it was just like, 
I, I, honestly, I didn't look into it. It was just bad dubbing. Anyways, uh, the colors, the lighting in that movie and the colors are fantastic. I, uh, mm-hmm. And despite that painful dubbing, I, I enjoyed it. It'd be a go- good movie to watch with like a group of people. Uh, then I watched The Seventh Seal, which is a 1957 movie. It's called One of the Greatest of All Time. Uh, I definitely see why, because the story is really interesting. Uh, and the main character, played by Max von Sydow, uh, also plays the Three-Eyed Raven in Game of Thrones, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, like, the character is a knight from the Crusades who is, like, questioning his faith. He's, like, disillusioned. and. Um... Which world war is that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please go on. I'm so sorry. Uh, and he plays a game of chess with Death himself, um, oh. while like navigating his like like I said his uh, lack of faith. And I just it's a black and white film, and I really enjoy the cinematography. And I, there's some really amazing shots. And I was like, I I'm gonna this is my muse. That's what I thought to myself. This is my muse. I've got jams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I watched Chronos. Also on Canopy, uh, Guillermo del Toro's directorial debut, um, and I really enjoyed it because I haven't. I've seen a lot of of my favorite directors like firsts recently, and this one just felt completely different because you know with Bottle Rocket or Following. Following De- is Bottle Rocket is Wes Anderson. Following is Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's. Um, like those, those felt amateur you know like you could tell that they were debuts right and like they were just like trying to figure out what their style was but from the get-go like he this man knew exactly like his vision was so clear and it just it like felt like he had very little to figure out and ooh, i wonder if there's an interesting case study to be told about that because guillermo's famously mexican so like (laughs) versus two white men that can kind of they don't have to have a solidified. I don't. I'm not saying this is the. This is what happened, but that is kind of interesting to me. To that two white filmmakers kind of had the option to figure out who they wanted to be and make these amateur know. movies as their debut. But that that is kind of the tale of that we are told as young Mexican people, right? That you can't be amateur. You have to be really good, and you have to. You know, you can't. There, you have no chance to question yourself. That that's an essay. I mean, if you if you are gonna look at um, other director debuts, and I feel like that's something interesting. Like, if especially if you get into like women and mm-hmm. you know other marginalized groups, then yeah, something to look at. I could that's be a video essay. I could. Yeah, it is. I could be very off base, but to me, it felt like I I obviously did research about this movie. Um, so I knew it was his first, but I feel like if no one told me, I wouldn't have known. And the only like real clue is that it, uh, one of the characters who probably my favorite of the movie is, uh, a young Ron Perlman and he's fantastic in it. So I liked it. It's a, it's definitely like, I want to watch that. That's a good Halloween one for sure. Okay. I think I I know I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Very interesting. Um, then I also watched Stalker, which is a 1979 movie. This was um, 
the most taxing but rewarding like viewing experiences I've ever had. So it's like almost three hours. It's two hours and 40 minutes, I think. And uh, it's my first Andrea, Andrei Tarkovsky film. Um, my, my first Tarkovsky film. And there were, there are a lot of sl- like long takes with very slow camera movement. So it was like a really tough watch because I'm not used to that. Um, but I think, I, I don't know, like it definitely changed the way I think about film. So it definitely follows into that, like changed, changed my brain list that I have. Cause I think, I think I loved it. Like, and as I, wa- I think about it more and, uh, watch it more times, I'm sure like I'll love it even more because it was a, uh, it's like really ho- tough to like pin down exactly what this movie was about. And there's like not a, like there's a, it's been so long since it came out, like 50 years. So I feel like general audiences have a pretty good idea, but it's just, there's not a real like consensus. So that's really awesome to see that he was able to do that. And it's a very quiet sci-fi movie. Um, I don't want to give away too much um, because I want to see like, I don't know if you'll watch it, but I want to eventually see how you feel about it. But one detail I'll, I'll give is like the basic premise is kind of, kind of like annihilation where it's like this zone of like weird shit that's happening inside of it and you know a group of people in this case it's three people who go in one of them's like their guide and in the real world like outside of the zone there's like a a sepia like yellow filter and in the zone is like a regular like it looks like you know regular color (laughs) and this morning i was getting ready i showered and I got out of the shower and I went into the room and the light, the sunlight hit the the room exactly and it had the same filter and it shocked me so much. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I was like, oh shit, here we go. You um, know, it's wild. All those thoughts you had about this movie, I feel like they could be interchangeable with how I feel about Tall Girl too. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> how dare you? Disgraceful. <laughs> cinema no that sounds that sounds interesting the annihilation comparison makes me want to watch it yeah i mean it's not it's it's based on a book and then Mm. yeah i mean there's a game that came out called stalker and i want to play it because of it very interesting it just like scratched that right part of my sci-fi brain like i feel like this is what blade runner wasn't like it just you know we just talked about like that philosophical like that kind of sci-fi is what I think really entices me. Is that like what is life? Same thing with like Seven Seals. Like, is there a god? Who knows? Can you tell me? I don't know. Then I watched uh, Cop Shop, and I was excited about this movie because I saw the trailer a while ago, like before it came out, and mm-hmm. I was I was really excited because I like Gerard Butler. And, I do too. I miss him. You know, a majority of this movie was predictable. It's on Peacock, so check it out for sure. But I felt like it was a good mix of you know like honoring past like gunslingers or like action movies, but also adding enough to like make it its own, kind of like Ready or Not, you know. So I think 
I think it's a okay. good, it's a good one. I, I definitely want to revisit it sometime in the future. But I did I, have some. Oh, go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say the name itself made me not want to watch oh. it. <laughs> the title that's sequence. That's a terrible title. Is very cool. It's like the I like the font. Um, then I had some like these two movies I would just watched just to rewatch. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. I was with Kayla and one of our friends. We just had a bunch of marks. It was fun. And then <laughs> yesterday I watched Seventeen again while I was doing some work. And that's solid just movie. Solid movie. Besides the I whole like movie. his daughter like trying to sleep with him even though she doesn't really know. That's all weird. I saw yeah. a, a letterbox review. It was like, where's that after credits scene where she realizes <laughs> that was her Ooh. dad? That is horrifying. <laughs> I Yeah, I didn't, never thought about that. I will say, I watched this. The first time I watched this movie is before I actually, you know, got into like film. Um, and I really, I still think the scene where he t- he's like <clears throat> reading the letter, but then she finds out it's like he like said it. That is a solid scene. That, that is, is a really good like acting. Whenever Zac Efron gets a, you know, Lifetime Achievement Award, <laughs> that should be the highlight. That should be like the headliner. That should be the scene. only thing they show, honestly. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, unironically, like, I love that scene. Oh, and then when he's there at the basketball game and then he like uh, shoots the kiss towards him and she's like, holy shit. That's a solid movie. Hits every time. I was doing work and I had to I had to stop. I was like, okay, let me let me watch this. <laughs> Dope. Uh but then I, I watched Marry Me. Yeah. So let's did. let's talk about that. Okay. Um The only thing like I had a, a pretty fun time. Like it was It's not terrible. Their chemistry was okay, like totally not believable. No. But like it was okay, I just. I don't think it wanted to be though, you know. Yeah, I think it is very aware. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll say is, um, like he just forgot about his daughter at that concert. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I I get there was Sarah Silverman, but he was just like, whatever. See ya. I also think that's her real daughter, J Lo. Oh I really? Think. I think, and I think Sebastian confirmed that, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And she was, she was fine. Yeah, I also didn't expect like the ending. Well, I mean, I knew it was gonna happen, but did I you didn't. Cry? Ex- <laughs> no, I didn't what expect. Ending? Or what did you not expect? I did not expect her to have the sign. I was like, oh, okay, that's not bad. <laughs> oh okay i see what you mean like i knew they were gonna get back together i didn't know that she was gonna have the will you marry me sign i also didn't and i'm glad you said that because i felt stupid because they had a whole thing where she looked at a sign and i was like why what does that mean (laughs) do you remember that like when she was walking in and she like looked at a poster board of something and i was like what's happening i chalked that up to just like her trying to figure out where they were like, I thought there That's was, like, a schedule too. or something. <laughs> but it's so weird that, like, Jimmy Fallon had such a presence in this movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. I totally forgot about that. How he's basically the villain. <laughs> which, believable. Very believable. Oh, yeah. His... During that scene, uh, that was, like, beautifully shot, like, at the interview. Like, that was the best shot scene in this entire movie for some that reason. That scene, that interview scene is better than the one in joker and don't you fucking tell me it's i'm wrong 
<laughs> don't you ever tell me that that scene the scene in in that joker movie is the most horrendous thing i've ever seen in my entire life and i'd rather see this this was more like, shocking honestly i mean jimmy fallon's joker is fine you know <laughs> well i i like i just watched him act in the background and it was just oh, it's, it's so just bad. so funny he's such a bad um, actor but that's what my review is sponsored by google wix and jimmy fallon for some i forgot about the wix shout out yeah so weird um but it's, it's okay i mean i wasn't expecting much i didn't get much so also i forgot about the moonfall guy and every time he was out, the first oh. time he showed up i said the moon is out of orbit <laughs> <laughs> solid movie i don't i don't have much else to say so we can get into the family game time all right so we're changing it up a little bit because i have cinephile not sponsored not sponsored <laughs> They're not paying us, but if they want to. I already, I mean, I already bought this, so. I haven't. My so. own money. Okay, so what we're going to do from now on is we're going to just play these games and that will determine the winner. I mean, there is still, um, I forgot what it's called here. I think it's six degrees. So there is still a sort of family tree game, but we are not playing that today. We're playing a game called Filmography. So I've already, I already told you how to play, but I'll just read just, I guess, the object of the game for our audience. So the object the object of the game is to name more films or one actor than your opponents. So actors with longer filmographies, for example, Samuel L. Jackson, will mean longer rounds, while actors with fewer appearances, for instance, David Bowie, will naturally be shorter rounds. So how this is going to work is I'm going to draw a actor from this deck, and then we're just going to take turns naming movies that they've been in and we're still gonna have the same rules full title even subtitles this also if you listen to doug loves movies i feel like this is a game that he plays but he's very big into full title i feel like we should do that 100 percent. um yeah, let's do it so we'll go back and forth because i won last time i would say that i go first or i get to at least pick and i'm gonna go first and how it works is we'll we'll go back and forth naming them and we'll say for instance, Anthony doesn't know a movie that this person has been in or he gets it wrong. I will then get the chance to win by naming a correct one. But if I don't, then we'll do a tiebreaker. Yeah, we'll do a tiebreaker. Same thing with like guessing the age. All right. Well, let me. I, I need to get a deck too so I can. In front of you. Yeah, I do. All right. Our actor is, oh God, Holly Hunter. Bro. Do you think, okay, so it has a movie that she's been in. Am I able to use that movie? No. Okay. The Big Sick. Incredibles. (laughs) Oh no. Incredibles 2. Fuck. I think I that's where it ends. I, th- I think that's where it ends. Oh, but can I name another movie she's been in though? I like I. <sighs> Are you just gonna you're you're done? Yeah, I'll concede. Okay, and I think I wanted. There's one I I'm kind of sure she's in, but I'm not fully sure. But I think it'd be very funny because you should know this movie. I'm sh- I like I I can picture her face. And like 
place her in different movies, but I just don't know. <sighs> okay, I might lose, or we might do a tie, but I think she is in Batman vs. Superman, Donna Justice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is, right? <laughs> She's the judge. What should you watch? You know what? I'm not going to be nice this time. You're going to watch Tall Girl 2. <laughs> okay. Solid, solid first time playing Cinephile. Uh, not sponsored. I can't emphasize it enough. Uh, so, and I can't emphasize enough how much we do want to be sponsored. Yeah. So, please, don't make me cry. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's hit the break. When we get back, Uncharted, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Street smart Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by the House of Moncada in Uncharted. Directed by Ruben Fleischer, written by Ray... Rafe Judkins, Art Markham, and Matt Holloway, starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and Antonio Banderas. Critics gave it a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, and on Letterboxd, it has an average of a three star stars. (laughs) It got three stars. I think three stars is... I mean, I don't think it was terrible. I thought it was fine, but no, I also I get... don't know anything about the game, so. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I also haven't seen like are people upset about that because I, I know who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gave it two stars. I, I, it's like at its best, it's like trying too hard to be National Treasure, mm. and at its worst, it's just like whatever didn't care for it <laughs> i will say so my when i went to go see it i saw it with sebastian of course and we all right i told him like is it gonna be like a, when you're talking about video game movies because a lot of them like the whole thing about them is that they're all bad right mm-hmm. so i said like what's a good like if we have a spectrum of like the ones that are out now What's a good one? And do you want to guess what he said? The first, it popped into his mind like instantly. Mortal Kombat. No, Sonic. Okay. That was my, that was my first guess, but I went. <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing. And he was like, why? I said, because that was so quick. And I forgot that even existed. But Sonic, and then to me at the very end, the worst video game movie I've ever seen. I don't know if you want to guess or if you want me to just say. Just go for it. Assassin's Creed. I oh. hated that movie. I we started watching terrible. that. Uh, Kayla and I started watching that recently because she's like she likes it, right? Yeah. Um, but we didn't finish it. But yeah, <laughs> okay, that's funny. And he said it would be at the middle, and I think it. I think it is kind of to me. It was the same as Sonic. Like it wasn't better. It wasn't worse. I think it was fine. You know, it was a, a decent movie. Yeah, I mean, to me, like I. I like Assassin's Creed, like the franchise, so I, I value that movie more because of that. More than Sonic. So, oh no no no! Like Sonic, I've wow. played. No no no! More than this movie because I like I'm more tied to, the Assassin's Creed franchise than Uncharted because, I know, little to nothing about it. Um, I know nothing, but the annoying thing was I could tell when they were trying to give like Easter eggs. 
yeah it's so obvious like the like the obvious. the voice actor nolan north oh i didn't know that but i knew he was somebody because i was like why are we like it was, it was so him? obvious yeah <laughs> why is this random dude wishing them luck on yeah who a cares? journey <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that like seeing someone and just wishing them luck on their journey like what? yeah just walking and he was the only person that knew or like saw them walking out of the sea fully clothed <laughs> nobody else was like what's going on <laughs> but okay <clears throat> so my notes i wrote my notes i always write them on this the paper from the movie theater but it also has our order <laughs> okay i, because I was they gonna didn't say take it. they didn't take it <laughs> well no no <laughs> They didn't, take, they didn't take the paper. They took our order, but they didn't. Take oh, <laughs> sounded like they didn't take your order. No, why, why would I just sit there when they not get anything? I don't but, know, but I wanted to say, I uh, I went to the Cinemark and I was very surprised because I I've been wanting to get a tin. I didn't get the Uncharted tin, but I got the Batman, the upcoming Batman movie tin, and that tin is awesome. Do you have it? Not on me. I can go get it real quick. Whoa. Oh, it it's looks... like an actual like tin? Yeah. Whoa. I guess Cinemark. Because like the That's one cool. thing about College Station that really sucks, I mean a lot, but is that their movie theaters don't have like cool stuff, you know? like Yeah. I really wanted to get one for Dune, for Spider-Man No Way Home. They just didn't have anything. But I was like... I gotta get that this. That is very cool. So I'll I'm ready, and this one's not as cool. But they also had a souvenir cup. It was kind of an impulse buy. I mean, both of them were, but it's uh, it's kind of gross. That <laughs> Honestly, is kind of gross, but I like it. It's uh, it's like a tumbler. I it's like, like it. You can't really see, <laughs> but that's that's the Batmobile. Uh, and it's like I need to go like, to Cinemark. It's like 3D. So like you can like it's like textured. And That's so funny side, to me that you were just walking around with that. <laughs> I was <laughs> on my way to see Uncharted. The Batman. And it has like Batman on it. So interesting. Yeah, let's go over your notes because I I didn't take any because okay. I just whatever happened um, happened. <laughs> the first one was is mostly is what's well, a question? What video game do you want to turn into a movie? Are you playing more video games than I do? Like my answer is probably Crash Bandicoot because that's the only game I play. But um, yeah, I've never played it, but it would just be cool to see because I feel like it would be like if they did it right, like the visuals would be amazing. It'd be God of War because it's like you know all of the gods and and stuff. I would like to see Halo, but I know for a fact they would not get it. Like I'm scared for that TV show. <laughs> I was gonna say, isn't there a show? Yeah, but doesn't. For look a second, I thought good. Moonfall was gonna be Halo. Really? Do you remember the way that the like? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. lived. I was like, is this fucking Halo? Because that'd be kind of cool, but no. Um. Oh, the next one is that I would. So I thought how this was gonna go was that Mark Wahlberg was gonna be his brother, and I was gonna be very <laughs> pissed. Um, I, I'm sure the age is not correct. Like he's yeah a lot older but I, I i wrote that down i'll be pissed if mark Wahlberg is his brother it's not spoiler um and then i instantly wrote down i already know the trailer gave us way too much information mm-hmm. because there's a couple things i guessed from the trailer but the main one is do you remember that scene 
where he comes in it's like after the credits and he comes in he has a mustache because sebastian when we watched the trailer he was like i think i bet mark Wahlberg's the bad guy and this was when we only had seen the trailer and i and then when the trailer ended and after that scene because that scene is in the trailer where he's like just wait for puberty kid and i told sebastian no i know he's not the bad guy because i know that is an after credit scene that's so weird i I don't think i've ever seen that before where after credit scene is in the trailer to me at least it was very obvious and only because of the mustache shit and there was a bad guy that he was talking to that's not in any of the other like scenes so i knew that was some sort of like after credits that's so very annoying because i knew from the very beginning that he was not they were gonna end up like together you know as partners (laughs) together together um so that yeah i i also agree very stupid they showed so much like the ship stuff stupid anyways but that would have been cool to see like them lifting the ships in the movie not in the fucking trailer i've seen that so many goddamn times yeah and then i said tom holland should play some somebody that works in an office next or something like something else because like who wants to run this much this was the scene where (laughs) I think when they're chasing after that girl, because she first—that's when she first stole the cross from them—and I was like, "He, isn't he tired? Like, stop! I don't know. I mean, maybe he's young and nimble, but like, I don't. That doesn't seem fun. Yeah. And then in the fun facts, uh, I read that he filmed this and then he went directly into Spider-Man. <laughs> Take a fucking break, dude. And then. Another, I'm just ruining all the fun facts. Another fun fact is that he pitched, he w- actually wanted to make a young James Bond movie, but they didn't want to make that with him. So he did this. And I was like, dude, do something else. <laughs> oh, and then the best line, and I wish I had it correctly. I don't think I do. But whenever Antonio Medeiros, right, right before he kills the, his dad, and he sits down with him on the bench and he says, <laughs> he says, uh, you come to find me in the one place I find peace. <laughs> and I was like, that's me when Randy like refuses to leave my side when I'm trying to just watch a movie. Padre. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I told Sebastian, can you please teach me how to say that in Spanish? <laughs> please. Um, oh, and then I wrote another prediction. His brother's not dead, but I feel like that was pretty obvious. Um, and then, then the moment where like that girl keeps betraying him uh i i put i feel like the lesson here is only trust white men and i don't like that lesson you know like <laughs> the, all the, the the girls were the only people that were like shifty throughout the whole thing like mark Wahlberg kind of but not really if you think about it he didn't really betray him he just like kept leaving him <laughs> but like yeah that's true so didn't love that um i also thought i legit thought there was a part uh, when he opened the map, Antonio Banderas, I sincerely thought he said Metamucil. I don't know what he said. I think it was in Spanish, but I heard Metamucil, <laughs> which is like a fiber supplement. I don't know if you know that, but I was yeah. like, I couldn't, I laughed so loud for no reason because nobody, because everybody else is not stupid. <laughs> they heard what he said. <laughs> yeah, they heard exactly what he said. And I heard Metamucil. <laughs> Hiring Antonio Banderas to say Metamucil. I will say, though, and then, then he was killed shortly after. That genuinely Shocked. shook me. 
I did gasp <laughs> because I was not expecting that. So, I mean, if there's one thing that they didn't leave in the trailers, I, I guess that would be it. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, everyone was like, yeah. Like, all of his crew were like, yeah. Yeah, Hell they yeah. just stood there like, <laughs> okay. Um, I also genuinely, I tell me if I'm stupid. I don't understand how the compass thing worked. I feel like I feel like he could have done that. Like, do you remember when he when he was like the the cross or the crosses or compasses, and he like put them in the map, and he like spun them around and it touched a certain spot. But you could have done that on the other part too. So how would you? Like, I just don't understand the compass part. Do you do you remember that? Am I just stupid? I remember that. I don't. I don't really know that. Yeah, I guess that I was thinking that too. But Kayla was like, "How would the brother know?" Like he didn't have the keys. He, but they all knew from like research, not from having the keys themselves. I guess, but I don't know. This movie <laughs> makes no goddamn sense. Um, them lifting the boats out. Oh, I think I already said it. It would have been cool if I didn't already know that was gonna happen. Oh, about um, that, Kayla's taking like a nautical archaeology or. As one does. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's funny to watch movies where they just, like, completely disregard the, like, preservation of, like, completely historical. So, she's just like, why would you know? And would it not just fall apart? Yeah. Yeah. She was saying, it's like. it's so fucking old. It's old. And they had, like, there was just, like, a hole where the sun would just, like, completely deteriorated that entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny Why watching that with her. Why would you not take the her? gold at that point? <laughs> She's like, this is not historically accurate. I was like, why are you Mark not Mark Wahlberg should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, another, but that leads to my next question. Why does she want the other boat? Because you know how like they're getting both of the boats and then Mark Wahlberg hijacks that helicopter. Then just leave. You have one boat. Why do you need the other boat? And then Self- she lost both. Greedy. She's greedy. And I guess. She died. Um, and then the last thing is, yeah, I guessed right about that being an after credit scene. I did. Okay. And then another genuine laugh. I had a, a couple of genuine laughs and like, especially with the whole cat and when the cat showed up, oh. meowed, I, that was the best part of the movie. That was my favorite joke in this movie. Oh, where he takes him everywhere. Fucking cat. Yeah. When it just, when he showed it and it meowed. Perfect. <laughs> I loved it. When... They showed the first one. The first one's like, the first after credit scene is his brother is alive. Oh, is there two? And, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the second Sorry. one is is, you know, with the cat and everything. We started leaving, and then as we were leaving, they played the second one, and we're like, oh shit, there's still more somehow. And I, and the way they cut it, it was like they're looking at someone outside of that little villa, and they're like, <gasps> and I was like, how wild would it be if that was Hitler that they're looking at? Because, like, I feel like they just throw Hitler into movies now and shit, into after credit scenes. Like, there's that. They've done it once. Okay, there's two times I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. One is in The King's Man. Mm -hmm. A second is in, like, a, I don't know if it's, I think it's a Hulu show with, uh, um, Al Pacino and oh no, it's on Prime. Mom watches it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Prime. With Logan Lerman. Yeah, Logan Lerman. Uh, where I guess spoiler for that show. There's like a, a Hitler after credit scene, kind of. Nice. 
I just I thought it'd be so funny if they did that. Do you know who? Oh, you don't know anything about the show or the the game, right? No, and it doesn't make sense because it's like modern day and Hitler's no, dead. No, I know it's <laughs> not Hitler. I'm saying, do you know who it was? <laughs> oh no, no, I don't. <laughs> it was Sonic. <laughs> it was Knuckles. It was a crossover. Like, Why do you think I need the, your power? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This movie was fine. I had a good time. Like, I wasn't bored. I guess that's the most you can ask for a movie. Yeah. Um, uh, forgettable. Like, I probably won't Oh, yeah. It. I already don't really know what happened in it. Yeah, that's um, why I didn't really say anything, because I honestly don't remember. Like, I'll lump it in with, like, Tomb Raider. Oh, there was a joke I told Kayla in it, because, like, they were at the auction. I said, how funny if, how funny would it be if, like, the next one was, like, the Montana, and then we just saw Michael fastbender in the background oh is that an assassin's creed joke well because it's like the apple and then it's like the apple of eden in the movie and the way they say apple in spanish with the lisp montana okay we can move on i don't want to i don't like that i had to explain that joke or (laughs) what if (laughs) what the fuck you're talking about but okay so I, we can i have like a couple of fun facts but then we can like just you know forget about this movie ever all right a couple of fun facts in the early stages of production mark Wahlberg, robert de niro and joe pesci were all slated to be in the movie with david o russell directing the film what a weird movie that would have been wow since then all three and the director dropped out of the project Wahlberg would later be cast as sully um, this film is the first feature production of Sony PlayStation Productions. I like their little intro thing. Uh, Brian Cranston, Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Matthew McConaughey, and Woody Harrelson were all considered for Sully before the role went to Mark Wahlberg. And I think Woody Harrelson would have been so much funner. He would have been a lot of fun. I, I'm trying to think, like, Brian Cranston? Like, I kind of see that. Eh, he's too old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... I think so. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's the same age as Woody Harrelson, but Woody Harrelson doesn't look that old. You definitely would not have confused him as his brother. No. <laughs> 100% no. I also just don't really like Mark Wahlberg. Um, The film was originally scheduled for release on June 10th, 2016. <sighs> on August 5th, 2015, Sony Pictures Entertainment pushed the film's release date to June 30th, 2017, then it got pushed once more to December 18th, 2020, and again, lastly, to July 16th, 2021. Well, that wasn't lastly because it didn't come out then. Um, all due to halted production. That's rough. Yeah. That's even worse than... This. <laughs> what other movie did we talk about that was like pushed three Death years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and also they that plane scene where they're falling out, they would have 100% died. Yeah. Especially when they hit the water and break their necks. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> that just bothered me so much. They were just laying down like, yep. And last thing, or a last thing for me, <laughs> just taking a nap. Last thing for me was that um, I did appreciate that the action scenes, that I could actually fucking see them. Because I hate, I feel like lately we've seen a lot of action sequences where this, the camera is so shaky that you mm. can't see a goddamn thing. Oh, speaking of trailers. Okay, are you done with this movie? Because I, want, I need to I, I've been done with this movie. Like, I, I ha- okay. honestly haven't had much to say, so. So did you see the trailer to Ambulance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've seen it. I don't think I see it. I saw it for this one. Oh, we saw it for this one. You can't see a goddamn thing in that trailer. 
it's so fucking close up there's one shot that you i have no idea what the fuck is happening because it's just yaya's face it's just this and after the trailer ended i said i think somebody needs to put michael bay into jail because <laughs> what the fuck is he doing yeah i was that gonna movie say looks, the looks terrible i mean i'm gonna watch it because oh yeah of course we're gonna watch it but those camera those angles those that zoom in holy shit yeah i just seen that trailer so much that i feel like i have a oh. somewhat of an understanding but it is a lot of i only seen it once like they're legitimately in the ambulance with them just like but it's like it's so bad next time you watch it just pay attention to there's one specific scene i'm talking about or sequence that is just his like it's like just right here that's it oh i i don't know if this is real but i think i saw on twitter a like headline saying J- Jalen hall just like stole the camera from michael bay and just like recorded some shit by himself that's so funny so maybe it's just maybe it's just him Jake Gyllenhaal is a menace and he needs to be stopped. <laughs> Still playing the character from Nightcrawler. He just took the camera. He's like, I could do it. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. After nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Directed by David Blue Garcia, written by Chris Thomas Devlin, story by Fede Alvarez and Rodo Sayaguez. Oh god, I'm so sorry. Starring Sarah Yarkin, Elsie Fisher, and Mark Berman. Critics gave it a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb, a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Too high. And on Letterboxd, it has a 2.2 star rating. Before we get into it, I'm going to say, I cannot believe how close the plot of this movie is to John Wick. Hear me out. Okay, is that true? A hundred percent true. Listen, brutally murdered old lady slash dog. (laughs) Old lady, arguably same as a dog. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying, okay, in John Wick... John Wick's dog gets murdered by a group of people. Okay. In this movie, essentially, his mom gets murdered by a group of people, right? She is a little dramatic and dies. That's what happens. Okay. Anyways, it spawns a revenge plot. John Wick uses a sledgehammer to emotionally destroy this concrete that he's poured over his past life. In this movie... Uh, Leatherface uses a sledgehammer to break down a wall to get his sledgehammer or to get his chainsaw. <laughs> to get another, <laughs> another sledgehammer. <laughs> he uses it to get a, a chainsaw and then he starts murdering everyone that did him dirty. Mm-hmm. And eventually he does murder the people that killed his dog slash mom. Right. So what part of John Wick does he cut off the dog's face and wear it? <laughs> is my question. That's the director's cut. Got it. All right. I, I'm, I I'm just saying. I thought that you were going to compare him hammering the like cement to him cutting off his mom's face and wearing it. No, 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 no. I mean, but I yeah, I forgot that is part of it. I mean, part of it is like him getting it 
back into the game that he left, you know, like, he's like, oh, shit, I gotta get into this again, like, this life I left behind, honestly, John Wick was out for, like, what, maybe a decade, he was out for Mm -hmm. 50 years, so he's, like, even more out of practice, he's still got it, so, I gotta say, the resemblances are striking, I mean, if you lay it out like that, sure, yeah, yeah, well, and then I was gonna, I was about to ask, and it just left my brain. Oh, so are we... That's the thing I feel like a lot of people don't like about this movie. And my question, I guess, is... So are we just canceling out every single sequel after this? What do you mean? Because there, there was other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. It wasn't just this and the original one. So are we just, like, saying that those are just not correct? I've or never... Or they don't exist? I've never seen any of them. This is the first one I've okay. ever seen. So... I think I've seen one. No, two-ish. There was one with, I think, where... Uh, uh, what, Trey Songs? Do you know who that is? He was in it, I think. <laughs> Do I know who that is? Put yeah, some respect played, on my name. He was in it, and they played one of his songs. <laughs> Did he die listening to it? I think so. But he wasn't like Trey Songs in it. He was just like some guy, and he's like, Do you, anybody hear this? Not, not that. He didn't do Then that. he died. That's like basically what happened. I think so. I I feel like that. You need to watch this movie. Because I, I feel like I made it up in my brain. That's the funniest. He's not Trey Songs. <laughs> Trey Songs is like a variant of him in this universe. He's not Trey Songs. Oh my gosh. But another thing that happened in that movie is one of the. There's a girl that plays. She's like the main girl. She's like the final girl. And. She is supposed to be like Leatherface's cousin or something. Oh, I, I read about this. It's uh, yes. Alexandre uh, Daddario. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a scene that I will never forget for the rest of my life, where the whole thing is. I think the town. I don't know. She like goes against the town and is like is with Leatherface. Like she's like I'm on your side, dude. And she throws. I from what my recollection, she throws the the chainsaw at him. And she says, get him, cuz. <laughs> I'm like, not, I'm not even kidding. I, f- I think that happens in the movie. And no, I yeah, yeah. The scene. No, yeah. I kept on reading, reading that, uh, like everywhere on Twitter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that. And is. if, and if this movie means that that didn't happen, then I'm, I'm okay with it because that was truly, and I, I think I, I saw this in theaters, this movie. I'm talking oh. about. So truly one of the worst things I've ever seen on screen. Was somebody calling Leatherface cuz? What's up, cuz? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this movie had its own, like, live stream massacre. Yeah. Instagram and then live. saying, if you cancel me, or we're going to cancel you if you do anything. <laughs> I'm sure he he's wearing somebody's face, so I'm sure he cares <laughs> if he's going to get canceled on. And then all the comments are like, so fake, or uh, who, who ordered this clown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who ordered this clown? Okay. Yeah, it reminded me of Spree. Made me appreciate that movie more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. um <laughs> all right. So you have a lot of notes, right? I do. I have some. So uh, Dante, the person who wants to gentrify this place, um, is in the movie Slight, which I talked about a while ago. Oh, yeah. Which I like. wanted to like. Wasn't like. He's like the main character. I don't have really many notes about like, um like the beginning like the the whole premise is like okay i, I don't really care 
my note was like, am I supposed to know what they're doing in that town? Or like, am I, am I just not paying attention enough or is it just bad writing? Because I truly didn't understand what they were doing. Yeah. But it I, took I a while. I figured it out. But... Yeah. It, it did take a while. Oh. Maybe we're just dumb. But my, my first note is, um, when we see Sally, uh, first of all, is that the same Sally as the other one? As like the, um, no, original? so one of the, I can, that's one of the things that I found online. So the first Texas cha- Chainsaw, oh my God. Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Movie. <laughs> on Kajams. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She beat me to it. I would have, if I was famous enough and I had it, I would have said something fucking stupid. Um, the first Texas Chainsaw Movie to feature the original's main character, Sally. However, in this film, she's played by Olwen Foray. Um, as the original actor, Marilyn Burns tragically passed away on August 5th, 2014. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And I was thinking, I, I didn't, she didn't look like the original actress, but there you go. That's why I didn't know that, that she, that she died. Ah, uh, that's interesting. But she's like cutting into a pig for some reason. And it made me think of the power of the dog because she wasn't wearing any gloves at all. Yes. And she, t- she like tried to dry her hands and, it, and she touched her phone. And I was like, oh, not dry. Uh, not even a, close dude not even clean <laughs> no but I, I want a spider-man no way home movie right. with uh Where's sally hardesty laurie strode and sydney prescott that would be that would be amazing Ooh. that would be amazing you know just all the final final girls i mean well i don't think sally will be available for that <laughs> so <laughs> i forgot about that but, but yeah. with the spider-man no way home like oh, it would I be as like a different timeline yeah it would be you know like the, they love cgiing people now so it would be Ooh, the younger one no no that's oh okay i was like that's not that's kind of weird all of the deaths were insane <laughs> so the first one we see <clears throat> when his mom dies is well first of all <laughs> Okay, go. Okay, so the mom dying before that. Why I don't understand this whole like somebody has to go with her. Like one of us have to oh. go with her. Why? What are you gonna do? I guess because they felt responsible. I mean, because they kind of were. But how though? I don't get that either. How were they responsible? How well, were they supposed to know she was gonna have a heart attack if they were like, get out of your house? <laughs> well, I mean, they kicked her out, but they. I get that, but like they're not. They didn't know that she was gonna have a fucking heart attack. I just don't, I don't buy this whole, like, like, yeah, they were assholes. Oh, 100%. Murderers? No. Okay, I guess, I just but... don't, I don't, I understand the anger towards them, and I'm not trying to say Leatherface was, like, wrong, I'm kidding. <laughs> they have some but, responsibility for sure, because the yeah, way they handled it. they're not murderers, they, they're not responsible for her death. I think that's a little dramatic. Okay, maybe. I just didn't understand that, but I uh, know, but you're, you're not, Sebastian agrees with you, I think, because we were having this like conversation where I was like, this is, that is not their fault. I think it is because they escalated it to a point. I mean, like she knew that she was elderly. I mean, she had to, her, uh, <laughs> I was going to say gas tank with oxygen tank <laughs> with her. <laughs> okay, and, like, but she knew they she did, knew. how were they going to know that she was going to die that day, that moment? It's not their fault. It is their fault you for being t- assholes, but they, they hold responsibility for certain parts of it, but not for her death, I think. Okay. Let's just agree to disagree. We could go on. Alrighty. Um, 
but the first death that we see, or the second death, I guess, after the mom dies, is uh, one of the cops in the back. Because Leatherface, like, breaks his arm and shoves stabs him. stabs him with his own bone, which has got to be one of the coolest ways to die. I mean, extremely painful, sure. But you got to think, like, as you're getting stabbed in the gullet with your own f- forearm. This is kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, This insane. is kind of cool. Yeah, I think they spent all their brain power on figuring out how they want to kill people, not on the story itself, which... 100%. Yeah. And I, I watched it kind of by myself. Um, Were you scared? I wasn't scared, but I was just like, damn, these these are brutal. These deaths are brutal. Like, it just made me think of how, like, just gross humans can be towards others. Yeah. And I was like, please don't break in, in here, bro. Because <laughs> Kayla was, a, she fell asleep. Um, and I was just watching uh, this dude cut his mom's face off. That was brutal. Mm, yeah. Seeing Very that brutal. and just like. Also, uh, that girl in the car. It's just, I mean, I'm sure I wouldn't act differently. But like the fact that she was only acting like the the car had she acted like the car had one side to it oh, she didn't yeah. look behind her at all and then i don't know i feel like i would have just ran away like i, yeah. I, I don't want to die in that car i would rather just like run yeah she just sat there kind of i mean yeah she didn't do much she whispered into a radio and then died i definitely would have ran and then we learn that Elsie's character, the, the next note I have is having a school shooter survivor as a subplot is wild to me. I I just don't, I don't get that. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I was like, and it did feel it a little felt weird. So, such a random thing to add to her character, especially because it wasn't really like they had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it was just like only used as a device to show that she was one scared of guns, obviously, and that like she was gonna have to use one to do something. <laughs> and then like there was that whole part in the bus where she was like laying on the ground, like that whole thing, yeah. and she was like it was like a flashback. But would you, if you were in that scenario, I feel like you wouldn't even be you'd be just trying to get out of there. But also, my argument to that to just the whole inclusion of her being a survivor of a school shooting is that what's happening in front of her from like Leatherface killing all these people is already traumatic enough. I feel like you don't have to add on that she already Mm -hmm. has trauma. That's true. It just felt so strange to be like, that's why she keeps, you know, that's why she didn't get up when this guy was being massacred in front of her. Not the fact that he was just being chopped up by a chainsaw in front of her. (laughs) So that's why I didn't understand it. I mean, I'm all for just, you know, these characters being fully formed and having lies beforehand. And I'm sure because it happens, because school shootings happen all the time, that it's likely. But, like, it just felt so strange to add on to a movie where there's, like you said, there's a man stabbing people with their own bones. I feel like we have enough (laughs) to worry about. We got enough shit going on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my Um, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I said already annoyed by the curly haired one. I oh, uh, I didn't that I did not like that actress. 
at all. The way she acted scared was so strange to me. Like her face was like the whole time. <laughs> she just wasn't speaking like in the bus specifically. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't really like that. Actress. Which is, I just, mm. <laughs> my, my next note, I, I, I mean, Dante died, right? Yeah. That was a pretty brutal death. I mean, all of them were like, it was like his jaw, the whole thing. Then Richter, the like town guy. Uh, my, town my next, guy. No, my next note is the inward knee of Richter. <laughs> inward knee. Because that is like. <laughs> That's a band name. The inward knee. Of Richter, yeah. <laughs> that is like <laughs> insane to just think about like his knee bent the opposite way. Oh, yeah, I would have been like, okay, just kill me. <laughs> and then you get glass in your, in your throat. Yeah. Oh, but before that, I forgot I had this note. And the reason, like, one of the main reasons I didn't like that the main actress, I don't remember any of these people's names, but Melody. do you remember when she found the deed? Which mm-hmm. I don't understand. When she found the, the deed of the house and she, like, had such a visceral reaction, like she was going to throw up. But then when she saw Dante being like dragged by Leatherface, she had zero reaction. <laughs> she just like looked out of breath and so it was like weird choice. But I I'm also confused about the let, let's talk about the logistics of the deed because <laughs> okay. I'm confused. Just because you have a house deed doesn't mean you own that house, right? Can't you just can't somebody be issued a new deed? And it really what really matters is what the bank has. Like what does it prove that she had a house deed? You know? I'm pretty sure that she owns it. I don't think you can have it if you don't own it. But like, but I don't know how house deeds work. I'm saying like, if the bank repossessed it, do they have to take the deed? Or like, if somebody bought it, do you have to take the deed? So the fact that she has it means that nobody took it from her? Yeah. Or she at least got it back. That's what my question was, because I don't know how houses work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the deed is like the final word. I think, but again, the the way that she acted seeing this dude, <gasps> and then when Dante was dead, she was like, "Oh shit!" Oh no! I gotta go upstairs. <laughs> like it just felt so strange, her acting. Yeah. Um, but she yeah. was in the house for a, a long time, but when Too she, long. uh, Melody. But after Dante died, and like left, and then Richter died, and she got the keys and was running out, and Leatherface like threw that sledgehammer. <laughs> at her and she just launched that was hilarious bro i could not stop laughing uh that is like um that's just (laughs) hilarious and i just being on set must have been so fun because that's just the right amount of ridiculousness to have there's a couple more things too i do i in my notes i'm not at the the uh, millennials thing yet where he goes into the van or the bus first of all the bus was kind of cool second um I, I just feel like nobody was reacting enough in any scene oh yeah like when he got on the bus everybody just took out their phones and i'm just so i knew it was supposed to be a commentary on millennials and how they like mm-hmm. photograph everything and even the way they were acting when they got to the town just like taking pictures and shit i don't that's not how people are and i'm really tired of this whole trope of like uh you're gonna get canceled bro like nobody fucking does that yeah and like situations like that yeah 
especially millennials and you're talking and you have and you have the audacity to have a you know the one of the main characters being a school shooting survivor and then you at the same breath you have a group of people that when a guy that's obviously wearing some sort of weird costume that you don't freak out you know like anytime anybody just walks into the movie theater i have a a tiny little panic attack Mm -hmm. that's just the experience of millennials you know so if you're trying to be true to what happens with older people or with people of our generation even younger and how they react to somebody threatening it's not uh like self-righteous oh uh, you're gonna get killed like it is a freak out because we that happens all the time people go people that wear costumes and go into contained places are not fun (laughs) and inviting and like something to make fun of they're fucking scary yeah even the like clown shit that happened in like 2016 yeah and i feel like people the people the generation that would take seriously somebody wielding a weapon whether it's real or not is the generation that they're trying to make fun of and -hmm. so that just didn't feel realistic to me like i was trying to think of like me and a group of people i know if somebody got into a bus that we didn't know (laughs) and looked like that then some of us would at least take pause we wouldn't be put bring out our phones and be like don't try anything dude <laughs> like, what i i don't know how they didn't overpower him there was like at least 30 people on that bus it felt like another yes just pile on you fucking idiots also the fact that they got into that restroom and closed the door assholes <laughs> get like open the th- you, you know what i mean like come on create a path Why out would you just <laughs> exactly then the the bank lady gets cut in half. That was like, ooh, she yikes. Didn't like that. I don't have another note until like pretty much the end. Same, and I feel like we have the same note. But uh, yeah, and then they have this whole like they run into Sally, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill him," and then she doesn't. What was the whole point of having her come back if she wasn't even going to do what she was supposed to? That would have been cool if she did kill him. Right. Why not have that happen? Or at least, like, seriously damage him? Yeah. Like, cut off an arm or something? Exactly. She put an entire chainsaw in her fucking, like, chest. Lifted her up, turned it on, so then she was just like... (laughs) That that was such a degrading scene. How does she not... I really hated that. How was she alive after that? there's no way she was alive and another thing like whenever it basically she was dead and then the older sister um was stuck in a the car or something and then elsie fisher was basically like the final girl where she had to like figure out how to kill this guy and there's a scene where he tackles her and it's so fucking oh. funny like <laughs> Sebastian was like oh tackle a 16 year old into some water like, why is there a, a- pool in this place i don't know and then that i don't know and then like the girl finally got out of the car and she thought she killed leatherface because she which obviously you didn't fucking kill him you hit him in the head oh even even before that there's when elsie's like crawling out trying to get the shotgun or the chainsaw or something and he like kicks it and then the that sequence is like slow-mo i was like this is this is terrible. Like, why? Why is it got to be slow mo? And then she essentially just hits his chin with the chainsaw. Yeah. Like, and then he goes into the water when, like, you, if if you don't, if his head is not smashed in the way he smashed in, like, I forgot who it was oh, the Richter guy. 
then he's not dead. That was like, how, how, what the fuck have you learned from watching these movies? Uh, absolutely nothing. They. I did are like the so... ending though, where they went, they put the car in autopilot, and I was like, he's. And then they fucking open the sunroof, and I was like, stupid idea. He's still alive. 100%. And they did instantly. How do you knock in the car and just go? How do you know? I do that when I go to Target at night. Like, right. I do not do that after you kill. After you thought you killed a murderer. Let's roll down all the windows. Um, turn on autopilot. Have no control, and let's just go. She gets just, yanked out. <laughs> no, we're not gonna go on gas. We're just going on vibes. <laughs> and then the way she gets yanked out and her head chopped off, I that was kind of shocking to me. So I did like that, and. What is your note? Because I, like I said, I think we have the same note. Uh, I, I don't have, I don't have, oh. I just, my next note is just about like this movie being pitched to Netflix, but. Oh, okay. Well, my note was that the little, so he kills the girl, the sister, and then Elsie Fisher just like still goes in autopilot and like going like 20, <laughs> 20 <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> Maybe not even that. She's like, no. And still. No, and he could probably catch up to her, but instead he does this little dancey dance, and he just like, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, he like <laughs> he taunts just, like, her. But the way he does it is so fucking funny. He like holds the head up and then, <laughs> <laughs> like throws his chainsaw for some reason. Why? That was so fucking weird. Like he was doing like you know like an interpretive dance with like you know they do with batons or something mm-hmm. with a chainsaw. <laughs> what a weird thing to add to the movie. How do you see that and you're like, yeah, this is the perfect way to end my horror film with a dance. I would have been less shocked if he pulled out like three more chainsaws and was just started juggling them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At this point. <laughs> but yes, please, you know about the pitch. Oh yeah. Okay. I just like it <laughs> makes me sad like thinking about this, but. Like if like pitching this movie to Netflix, like we're gonna reboot Texas Chainsaw Massacre. These are all the things we're gonna hit. You know, like we're gonna have absolutely brutal deaths. Um, we're gonna talk about you know some like real issues: school shootings, gentrification, um, killing old ladies. Like <laughs> we're gonna talk about real shit. And Netflix thinking like, all right, let's talk about it. Like we'll we'll get back to you. Then they talk to their team. They're like. This is going to be a shitty-ass movie. This is going to be the worst movie. But a lot of people are going to talk about it. So it's going to be good for the platform. So let's fund this shitty-ass movie. Because people are going to talk about it. Like, that's how I imagined it went. I mean, why do you think they gave Addison Ray an overall deal? <laughs> you know, they're not... They're interested in the content. that they're The quality of the content that they're making, you know? <sighs> it's just so... Oh, I hate that. I mean, they read, they should have read, they read that script and saw Gentrifuckers and was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the movie we want to make. Uh, so, uh, that's just, that's just a sad state of the union right there. Um, I only have one fun fact. So, on August 24th, 2020, initial directors and brothers Ryan <clears throat> and Andy Tohill split from the project during the film's first week of production in Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Notably similar to Texas. <laughs> the duo was replaced with David Blue Garcia, who scrapped and reshot the previous footage. Okay. That that makes sense. This movie does seem very scrambled. Yeah. I mean I mean the ending too, like I know this isn't like anything, like this isn't a criticism. This is just like it did feel super rushed. Like 
Oh, yeah. Her dying, like the sister dying, feels like it happened in like, like that was a TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) TikTok. Oh, man. But I I liked that scene, though. All right. Uh, I I don't have anything else. (laughs) Um... The only thing I thought of right now is nope. Did you see the trailer? I have. We can have a little, I guess, after credit uh, chat about it because if this is about aliens, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, it'll aliens hit, are the only thing I don't fuck with. Yeah, it'll hit very close to home, and and knowing Jordan Peele, it's gonna be like you're gonna think about this movie for years. So. <laughs> This is the first time I've seen a trailer to a scary movie where I'm like, fuck, I'm going to, I think I'm going to be actually scared. I mean, maybe not, but I don't know anything with aliens. Even if it's like a shitty movie, I get really nervous. No, I feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it, that uh, it's that scene or that part where Kiki Palmer gets like just yoinked. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, that's straight from a nightmare. (laughs) I also, I, I just really like. All the theories people are coming out with. Part of me not doesn't want to listen to them because I'm scared they're going to be too close mm-hmm. to what's happening. Um, but I'm really excited. Just even off of this, the small things that we know, I think it'll be a really good movie. A hundred percent. I think yeah. it'll actually scare me because I mean I like Get Out and Us. Don't get me wrong, but those don't really they didn't scare me. They were really good, but they didn't really like get to me. And I feel like maybe this is the one. Yeah, Aliens. Wow. Yeah, one of the theories that I saw, I don't really, I didn't really look into it a whole lot, but uh, honestly, I haven't seen the trailer like fully. I've seen like bits and pieces of it because I don't, I don't. I'll probably watch it fully, but one of them, one of the theories was like something about like frame rates because like the beginning oh, I is saw that, yeah. yeah something to do with that, like movement or time, which. I think that is kind of similar to a, like Arrival, mm-hmm. you know, that their perception of time is different. So I mean, that does make sense when it comes to aliens or or things of uh, like out of this of not of this world. Interesting. That's what people said that nope. That's what nope stands for. Not of planet Earth. Yeah, which. which I think it's a little. Track. I think. Uh, I mean, which, which does track. Maybe. I mean. Yeah. That would be cool. All right. That's it. Yeah, let's end this shit. It's been a long one. All right. Bye. Bye.